Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am massive Simpsons dork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, we'll chat about a different episode of the television series, The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. This week, very special episode. Um, I am joined by my father, Peter McLaughlin. Good afternoon. And my sister, Bonnie McLaughlin. Hello. Thanks for joining me on the podcast, Peter and Bonnie. Uh, we've also got uh, Max. Hello, everyone. As the um, audience member slash third guest. Might be chiming in every now and then. Yeah, I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah. So, we are talking about an episode called A Star is Burns from season six. This is the one where they have a film festival in Springfield. Everyone enters films. Home is a judge on the festival. And it has the famous man getting hit by football <laughs> film. Uh, and Barney's film, Pukahontas. So there's lots of classic gags in this episode. Um, before we get into it, though, um, whenever we have new guests, we like to get their like background on the show, like how they're involved. Um, Bonnie, you would have started watching The Simpsons when I started watching The Simpsons. So what are your early memories of it? Um, well, like most 90s kids, I can't remember much of life before The Simpsons. And I'll, I just remember, I think you've talked about this before, you started getting into it in the Mr. Burns, Who Shot Mr. Burns yeah. episode. The second part, though, is yeah. when you start watching it. Um, and I Because James Walker told me that it was Maggie, so I wanted yeah. to see if he was right. Um, and I just wanted to be into everything you were, so I just <laughs> copied you with a lot of things. So um, I thought it must have been cool, so started watching it the same. And then, yeah, we used to watch it every night and repeats and... I think you've mentioned this on the pod how <laughs> there was a new episode we used to tape it and then for some reason we watched it the next day. <laughs> Less than 24 hours later. Yeah. Um, and then I think, yeah, it was, wasn't as obsessed with you obviously but you were always a Simpsons rain man. <laughs> um, and then I think I watched it pretty religiously until like mid to late teens. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. then you got into Family Guy. Yeah. Then I got older. The and now I still love Family Guy and um, <laughs> I loved Future Armored like you mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Pete, what about you? Do you remember the early days? No, I was just always on. Just always on. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a bit different to a lot of the guests because most of the guests we have on are like, you know, in their 30s or so um so you know they grew up with it but you didn't have it when you were young yeah like when they do all the when they do all the gags of older shows like making fun of the jetsons yeah the youngies wouldn't know what the jetsons were so mm-hmm. i but get if maybe some jokes that the youngies don't get yeah a, a recurring theme on this part is guests saying they didn't get a film reference or a tv show reference until decades later when they actually watched that film or tv show um even well this episode we just watched there's quite um, a few yeah well the whole episode the theme is um film it's a film festival so there's a lot of the characters films were parodies of uh films well, yeah i watched death wish <laughs> at the uh the local geelong cinema <laughs> in probably 1972 or something. Which one was Death Wish? That they were when he, Charles Bronson. Oh, okay. And he's oh, in the yeah, hospital yeah, yeah. and he goes, I wish I was dead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I learnt about, uh, the what's the Judah Ben-Hur? Or Ben-Hur yeah. from The Simpsons as well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Ben-Hur, that bloody National Rifle Association idiot. <laughs> 
Charles Heston. He's going to rant. And yeah, Charles Heston is the one that goes, you truly are the king of kings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which I think they brought in uh, Maurice LaMarche, who does on Futurama Kiff and Morbo. Uh, I thought I recognised that voice. I thought it was the (laughs) Kiff's boss. Oh, no, that's um, Billy West. Billy Go West. on, do use Z- that Brannigan impersonation. Well, well, if it isn't lovely Leela. <laughs> <laughs> Kiff, show them the medal I won. <laughs> your comedian friends always pay out your impersonations, <laughs> but I think they're pretty good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, good. That's why I got you on the pod. <laughs> to find, hey, have someone show me some respect. Was I allowed to look it up on Wikipedia before Oh, uh, yeah, so um, Bonnie told So I obviously... Um, this wasn't a spur of the moment thing and the days leading up to this record uh bonnie you told me that pete uh came up to you and was like hey so what episode are we doing for the podcast and you went uh i think it's called a star is burns and he went okay and then half an hour he came back and went i've read the article on wikipedia about it <laughs> so that groaning's in trouble Yes, so you've got the inside scoop, Pete. Well, do you want to give uh, what you remember from what you read? Yeah, well, there's some other cross thing with John Lovitz, that character he played, the Jay Sherman. Yep. And I can't remember what the show was called, but they did about 20 episodes and it got canned. But Groaning, however you pronounce it, Groaning, yep. didn't, um, wasn't part of it, and it was James Brooks. Mm-hmm. He's think. doing well. <laughs> and him and another one and they, anyway they produced it and it was their little baby yep and uh i still don't really know what the sh- the other show was about but anyway it was they tried to do this cross promotion but people who are watching the episodes on tv wouldn't have a clue yeah so that was stupid well yeah so when we watched this episode as kids and max did you watch this episode just then for maybe the first time second time oh, look it would have been the first time in maybe 10 15 years since i've seen that particular episode yep. it's so been a while did you have any idea max that that episode we just watched is a crossover no i didn't actually Has anyone yeah. here at the table watched that other show i've watched a few clips on youtube i think i've watched one episode in the past what but yeah, was it about it's about him being a film critic in new york oh okay so okay. jay sherman voiced by john lovitz was on a show called the critic and it was basically i think uh and it was by algina mike reese who used to run the simpsons or were like uh writers and producers on it and then they basically left the simpsons to make the critic so uh, it was about this guy called Jay Sherman and it was just a lot of like film parodies and stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. Too smart by half for uh, your average punter. <laughs> Maybe. But the, so basically, um, yeah, growing up, I had no idea this episode was even a crossover. So I think what you're alluding to, Pete, is yeah, it's pretty silly of Matt Groening to crack it over it. When I didn't say that. Oh. Okay. I was saying it's pretty silly of him to do the show to do this episode and have the crossover of a show that no one even knew about. Oh, okay. Sorry, I misunderstood So it you. missed okay. the point. So you're defending Matt Groening. So it was only a self-absorbed thing by the, the producers and directors of the show to have a bit of fun and the people watching it, the audience, what was the point? Well, here's what I think. The fact that we really enjoyed this episode, like you think you, it's one of your favourites, Bonnie. Yeah, I reckon it is my favourite. And as like... We didn't even know it was a crossover. I didn't know until a few years ago. Yeah, it was the only feature that the, I didn't like the football in the groin. <laughs> That's the best bit. 
No, that, uh, Barney's was fantastic. <laughs> but back to the point of like, um, I feel like you can enjoy this episode without even having a clue that is a, it, it yeah. is a crossover. It's not like it's in your face. Like that Jay Sherman character, I just assumed he's a character they invented for the show. Yeah, exactly. Because John Lovitz has been on the show before. He, he's voiced a few characters. And they've created characters for that for him just to do a guest yeah, star. Yeah, exactly. Like so I... I um, what was John Lovitz in? What shows? He's just one of those comedy actors like that's Rays. been around for years. He wasn't one of the four ones. He wasn't in the um, Curly's Gold or one of those movies. Oh, he might be actually. Um, City Slickers. It's something like that, yeah. Uh, let me look it up. And what about the ones with <laughs> Steve Martin and the other shorter bloke with the cowboy show when they did the yeah. little dance? Yeah. No, that's Steve Martin, Martin Short and Chevy Chase. Three Amigos. Only three, yes. <laughs> yeah. High School High, Rat Race, A League of Their Own. Oh, City Slickers. Thank Legend you very of much. Charlie's Gold. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Nice one. Yeah, he always plays a similar sort of character. He's kind of a little smarmy and like a bit of a dick. Sort of a backup like a manager. And, yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. Just a bit of, yeah, usually comic relief kind of. But yeah, he's voiced a fair few characters on The Simpsons. He's Artie Ziff, um, Marge's high school yeah. Fling. <laughs> yeah, I know this. I know. He said that because I told him that this morning. <laughs> I know who Artie Ziff is. Um, anyway, um, here's the, the full scoop. Um, Artie Ziff's got the springy head. Disco, no, it's Disco no, Stew. They look similar. Yeah, similar. yeah. Um, So here we go. Here's, here's the background. This is some stuff I looked up offline. So Matt Groening took his name off this episode. So usually it starts off, it says, created by Matt Groening, developed by Matt Groening, James L. Brooks, Sam Simon. Matt Groening was like, no, take my name off it. I thought it was off the whole series, forced series or something. I thought he cracked it. No, and what, walked away forever. Oh, no. But then so they were all friends afterwards. Just this episode, Matt Groening had his name taken off. Yeah. Yeah, so the fifth, (laughs) so the next episode he was back in town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and um, for this episode, they actually got the team from the critic to make the episode because heaps of the people that worked on the critic had worked on The Simpsons. I couldn't. I couldn't remember what the name of the show was, and you just said it. The critic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. LG and Mike Reese, uh, a bunch of writers, I think, wrote for The Simpsons. Then went to the critic. A lot of the voice actors of the same. So it was pretty, like you know, it, same team. Yeah. Except for Groening. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, here's what Matt Groening said. He said, For more than six months, I tried to convince Jim Brooks and everyone connected with the show not to do such a cynical thing, which would surely be perceived by the fans as nothing more than a pathetic attempt to advertise the critic at the expense of the integrity of The Simpsons. But if you didn't know anything about The Critic, yeah, you, like us in Australia... It's actually a good exercise or proves the point, mm. like having this episode in Australia that so many people quote it, love it, and don't even know what the critic is. So, I like, think it's a really quotable yeah. and memed episode. Yeah. I saw a few things from I mean, um, I was saying Boo Worms yeah. is like a <laughs> massive quote from this episode. I don't um, actually understand why that's funny. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Uh, um, Homer going, Scooby-Doo can do-doo, but Jimmy Carter <laughs> is smarter. We used to laugh so much at that, and I don't think we ever really got it. <laughs> um, oh, something that's always referenced from this episode is, that's the joke. <laughs> you used to say that so much growing up. <laughs> Which has kind of been used out of context. Uh, it's much like, you know, when there's that meme of Homer disappearing into the bushes. Yeah. 
that's not how it was intended from that episode. Like, it wasn't meant to be Homer being sheepish, but that's how it's used. Yeah. Same with McBain in this episode being like, that's the joke. <laughs> it's him having to explain that his terrible joke was a joke. Whereas now it's used if someone doesn't get it, like if someone is like, like if you say something sarcastic and then the other person says like, yeah, and you're like, yeah, that's the joke. Uh, yeah, I yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the point. Everyone uses that online like, that's the joke, that's like the in joke. a picture of McBain or even in real life, people I feel say it in that way. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a legacy from this episode. <laughs> um, nah. <laughs> okay, maybe not you and your mates, but uh, back to the controversy. So Jim Brooks um, came back and said, I'm furious with Matt. He's been going to everybody who wears a suit at Fox and complaining about this. When he voiced his concerns about how to draw the critic into the Simpsons universe, he was right, and we agreed to his changes. So on that, um, they made um, John Lovitz's character, Jay Sherman, uh, yellow to go with the rest of them, oh, and they gave him more of like, you know, the Simpsons have the overbite, yeah. like their lips are... Yeah, so they made him look like that. So that's what he's referring to there. Then he says... Certainly he's allowed his opinion, but airing this publicly in the press is going too far. This has been my worst fear that the Matt we know privately is going public. He's a gifted, adorable, cuddly ingrate, but his behaviour right now is rotten, and it's not pretty when a rich man acts like this. So, yeah, they were pretty... That's uh, pretty strong. Yeah. (laughs) Is James... Brooks the one that a lot of people had an issue with or was that someone else? Was James Brooks an animator as well as no, a producer? he was more like a Hollywood producer. Yeah. So Sam Simon Maybe I'm thinking of Sam yeah, I think Simon. is the one that people had more of an issue with but I think he was more... Is he still with us? Nah, he died. He left oh, all his okay. money to animal charities, didn't yeah. he? Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Groaning's still going strong. Yeah, he'd be probably in his new About 80? <laughs> I don't think he's that old. <laughs> Even Harry Shearer's not 80. Matt Groening, you want to take bets? Bonnie, what do you reckon? Uh, I think 70. 68. Oh, younger than I thought. And James. He's only four years older than me. you take bets? Why was I the only one to guess? <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Brooks is 82. Mm. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, but James Brooks invented a lot. I, I said Hollywood, but he was, um, I think, involved with quite a few sitcoms from the 70s and 80s. He did the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah. And he did Taxi. Yep, sure, that yeah, that movie. No, the TV oh, the, oh, show. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, I know. With Danny DeVito. Yeah, um, shocking. And then I think he moved into movies. So he did As Good As It Gets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Terms of Endearment. So, yeah, he's got quite a filmography. Um, but, yeah, he was a big part of the simpsons when it started but um i think there is a book actually i've read where they say um he was a bit james l brooks was a bit um there were a few people that had issues with him he's not related to mel no don't think so um speaking of ages and old people um yes in the opening scene of this episode it was kent brockman and pete (laughs) said oh kent brockman's aged (laughs) (laughs) well i remembered him as looking younger that's all But this is a season six episode, so... Um, yeah, and um, Max, because you are a bit younger, you're in your early yep. 20s, so you didn't grow up with the classic years. You grew up no. with seasons 20 onwards and stuff. So yeah, when I, you hear people complain about, oh, The Simpsons got worse and all that, what's your take? Well, I mean, keep in mind, I probably started watching The Simpsons in about 2010 when I was about 11 or 12. 
you know, obviously back then the episodes being played were probably quite later seasons mm. than what you guys are usually talking about, but... Episodes that we would refer to as trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, righto, righto. <laughs> Settle. But it's an interesting experiment because you had no... Mm. You were fine. You liked them. If I'm yeah. flicking channels, I still like any old ones or the new ones. It's I, don't think mm. I don't think it's stale at all. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um, I think for me as well, like, it's just more relevant to the references that I've grown up with and... I think I'm just used to the better quality of animation. Right. That, that's one of the really big things that really ticks me off about the earlier seasons. Is <laughs> the animation. Well, fair the enough, animation. seasons one, maybe even two, where they're pretty crude. But what, the one we just watched was season six. Did you have problems with the animation there? No, it was it was pretty good, but it's. I was almost thinking to myself, it's a little bit like a, a claymation <laughs> video. <laughs> what? Just the, you know, obviously... Uh, yeah, a bit jolty. I can see the frames and oh. doesn't line up with voices. Yeah, right. We were laughing at um, Marge's eyes at one of the last yeah, scenes. Yeah, they've mucked up the animation on one scene where she's uh, when she's meant to be blinking. Yeah. That's when her eyes are open, so they've reversed it, which is interesting. Like how they how they even make that mistake. And there's another scene I think where Jay Sherman goes taxi and his lips don't move. But <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, it's um, the little things. And another one when Todd is run, falling, uh, swimming away in yeah. the, he goes ah, and his mouth doesn't move. That oh, always okay. annoyed me. Hope, <laughs> some, a few. hope someone got fired for that one. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, um, but yes. Yeah, so when you hear us oldies going on about oh, it's not the same as it used to be, are you kind of like shut up? A little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like, he says it to me because <laughs> he'll want to watch it. Like we were just on a overseas trip, and um, the Simpsons would be on, and I'd get excited thinking it was, yeah. you know, around this yeah. time, and it'd be like oh, season 27, and you'd be like, oh yes, <laughs> yeah, you, oh, a classic. <laughs> she'd just poo-poo it and wouldn't give it a chance, but. I knew it was good. I knew but it was I good. But I did episode. chuckle a few times. I won't lie. I didn't hate it, but it just—it looks too crisp for me. Yeah. And sounds different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've—it's too overly polished now. Yeah. I find. Yeah. What season was Homer in the desert with eating the chili? With Johnny Cash. Season eight. That was eight. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. So I thought I'd ask. I'm trying to pinpoint <laughs> when all because I've obviously I've seen huge amount of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, are there any off the top of your head that you've watched, Pete, and are like, oh, this is crap? No, just, <laughs> I, anything I watch, I like. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> no, you said something before, you just said before you didn't like Taxi. Well, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you got me. <laughs> uh, I've got a bit more info on the whole ba- uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, Jim Brooks said, For years, Al Jean and Mike Harris were two guys... This, so these are the guys that left The Simpsons to make the critic. He said, Al and Mike were two guys who worked their hearts out on this show, staying up until four in the morning to get it right. Matt's name has been on Mike and Al's scripts, and he has taken plenty of credit for a lot of their great work. In fact, he's the direct beneficiary of their work. The critic is their shot, and he should be giving them his support. So, which is a fair point in that, you know, Matt Groening... So this is the thing... Of, don't think a lot of people realise Matt Groening really didn't have that much to do with the show. Mm. Like, he obviously invented it, 
But when the show went on, he kind of just was a, an advisor. Well, it's like Seth MacFarlane nowadays with Family Guy. He's mm. got a, he does the voices, really? but that's about it. He does he doesn't do any writing. I found out anything. recently that American Dad he had very very little to do mm. with. He only does the voices on that. He doesn't actually. Whereas I always thought, oh yeah, it's his baby. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean Matt Groening. He's what named, about Futurama with Matt Groening? Matt Groening, I think, had a bit more to do with Futurama. So he mm. he basically left The Simpsons to do Futurama. And so that he's a bit more instrumental in. But with The Simpsons, after the first couple of years, he kind of just took a back seat and just, you know, he'd still have to, I think, approve every finished script or stuff like that. He's more like an executive producer. Yeah, but everyone thinks... No, it's the Mac Raining, not yeah. everyone, but because <laughs> his name is always associated. With it. Like, if you look at any of the merchandise, his mm. name is in the corner, like Mac Raining. He's yeah, little, he um, originated it. Do you think yeah. he's a billionaire? He'd have to be, yeah. right? The I amount feel. of royalties he's gotten. And he also. Um, a research project for you. <laughs> What's he do with his money? Go on, Murphy. <laughs> in the, um, he's a smart guy because he, in the early days, said that he wanted all the publishing rights. So he didn't mm. want Fox to own any of the books and stuff. So, all, so he has full creative control over um, all the books and comics and everything. So Murdoch doesn't get a choice. I should say that. I'll say... And that's why they make fun of Murdoch sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, they, they rag on Fox quite a bit. Matt Groening's net worth... Oh, Matt Groening's net worth is roughly $600 million. Okay. So not, not, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Simpsons franchise is estimated to be over $750 million. Disney would have bought it for a pretty penny. So it is Disney now own Simpsons. Yeah. Disney own anything Fox related. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, they put out another Simpsons movie. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Max, if that didn't get picked up on the mic. Max says they should bring out another Simpsons movie. That's actually something I didn't realise till recently how many people were introduced to the Simpsons from the movie. Oh, yeah, it's pretty popular. Yeah. Well, well in my say, circles. How old are you roughly? When did it the movie came out in... I'm going to give Max Not, his own mic. How oh. about that? <laughs> <laughs> We're sharing one at the moment. But, yeah, well, Max was born in 98, so you would have been about 10 when the movie came out. Yeah, so... When are the we Sim- going to edit that oh, out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when The Simpsons movie came out, mm. I went and saw it in the cinema. Mm. It was a big deal. I think yeah. I was, was 20, maybe even younger, 19. And, uh, yeah, me and my friends went and saw it. And I think I convinced myself in my head that it was better than it was. <laughs> I think I look back and I'm like, eh, it was fine. I didn't fine. enjoy it at all. Well, I vaguely recall, really? maybe that's got that from Bond. I vaguely remember at the time it was like a sellout or something. Oh, it was huge, yeah. It went, well, because it was Viewed the by the fans. Yeah. Oh, hang on, when you say sellout. Well, just like making the movie and... It, I don't know. There was you, some negative vibe about it. You I mean sell out as in you sold out, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not. It was a sell out. Yeah, I thought that's <laughs> we what made you millions. Meant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. What well, you're spot on. Um, Thank you. A, a lot of the fans because they made it. They made the movie as to appeal to people that had never actually watched it. Yeah, mm. I can see that. So that people that didn't have a clue what The Simpsons was would still be like it was like the introduction to them which mm. is mental because you think everyone knows the simpsons that's what i was just thinking it's, it's pretty strange big ad. yeah but uh and that's why a lot of the simpsons fans are like well no you shouldn't have done you should have made this as like a massive gift to the yeah. fans like and just because it was so gimmicky the movie and just i don't know that spider pig thing oh and, uh, yeah I just didn't <laughs> find it funny. Uh, whereas max 
I love, love Spider Pig. <laughs> <laughs> I thought do. it was hilarious. Uh, let me just see what else I wanted to talk about. You um, just sounded like Quimby. This bears to be a photo of your buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's look, go back to the episode. What are some Who was the one dressed up in the... The Rocky Lead, Horror. The Rocky Horror. Dr. Hibbert. Yeah. Oh, that's Dr. Yeah. Hibbert. Did you get the joke? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Murphy, can you explain about the They used midnight? to they have, they still do like screenings for Rocky Horror and people dress up. It's like a cult <laughs> weird, like transvestite. He was dressed up as the sweet transvestite. Okay. Frank and Verda. <laughs> Frank and Verda. <laughs> yeah. yeah when I, he, I, I hated Rocky Horror because <laughs> I was about Oh, I thought you liked everything. <laughs> no, it was, it was that. I think Rocky Horror was late 70s. It was probably a bit queer. It's probably a bit brave for its time. About 78, Mm. I reckon. 77. Should we look it up? Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Actually, it would have been 76. Mm. No, I think it was 79. 76. 1975. Wow. Yeah, that's when they made it, but people didn't see it till 76. It was released in Australia on the 18th of December, 75. There you go, so 76. And here you go, the director was Jim Sharman, which sounds a bit like Jay Sherman. And he's he's connected to the Sharman boxing tents. Oh. Are you sure? Hey, you're, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Be <laughs> uh, the walking encyclopedia over here. Yeah, that's where Murphy gets his rain. His man. upbringing included time spent on Australian showgrounds, where his father ran a travelling sideshow founded by his own father called oh. Jimmy Sharman's Boxing Trip. Wow. Yeah, the bloke I worked for when I sold fairy floss in the sideshow. Pete was a showy. <laughs> yeah, only for six weeks, but um, he, Trevor Leach, <laughs> and he was yeah in that whole business. His old man ran another boxing tent. It was com. To What's a Sharmans. boxing tent? Like boxing? Roll up, roll up. And, um, and still, all the, all the young locals would rock up and think <laughs> they were tough and then the professional boxing tent. There's been some TV shows on it. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, but when Dr. Hibbert walked on the screen in that <laughs> outfit, Pete muttered like, what the hell? <laughs> 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 and Max, you might have, when um, they had the Iron Springfield intro, which was so long, by the way. Because <laughs> yeah. I have at the start, they said, like, you know, some whatever, you know, all the um, codes, you know, violence and had sexual, sexual <laughs> references. I'm thinking, how in The Simpsons? <laughs> and then I realised with all the bikini stuff. Yeah, and Max oh, went, yeah. oh, look out. <laughs> I was excited. I thought it was going to be a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what do you mean? They always had sexual references. And yeah. uh, I, I remember once um, as kids, um, there was an episode where Homer gets, um, they think he sexually harassed the babysitter. That yeah. He oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the one he, where he peels the gummy Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the episode, the episode ends with um, it, um, him being innocent because groundskeeper Willie has been filming couples. <laughs> and, it happened to, and I think I remember as a kid... Pete, you and Mama um, were like, oh, let's just change the channel. Uh, that wouldn't have been me. <laughs> and I think you changed it over to the weather and we were like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, we really need to see the weather. <laughs> you made that up. Um, Why did you change it? Because he, he pulled the thing off or Groundskipper Willie was filming couples? I think it was the Groundskipper Willie bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't even realize that until you just told me. Like, because it's been so long since I watched that episode. Uh, since I was a kid, I didn't realize. Education is learn yourself. And um, <laughs> you wouldn't let us watch the M-rated episode. Where yeah, and you uh, were a bit funny about us watching the marijuana episode too. You yeah. reckon? I was allowed to watch the marijuana one, but you weren't. <laughs> too young. I, we also weren't allowed to watch Rocco's Modern Life, which I'm still annoyed about when I was <laughs> six. Not until I was like eight. And yeah, and yeah. it would be on, and I you would try and sneakily watch yeah. it, and I'd go like, "Mama, she's watching the naughty show." Yeah, <laughs> like you. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just childhood that was a, that trauma. Was a bit, yeah, yeah, that was a bit. Oh, top. that was a really rude really show. What show? Rocco. The amount of um, uh, it was innuendo. More like, yeah, they had like. Adult references, but it would go over your head as a kid. He, he worked as a well. phone sex worker. That was in one episode. No, that was the occupation. Phone <laughs> sex worker. I'm I know sure. he worked at a comic shop, didn't he? Yeah. But I think he got fired, um, and then he had to look for a job. And his name is Mr. and Mrs. Big Head. And yeah. Mrs. Big Head was always trying to seduce Rocco. Oh, and, oh Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> and she called the, the sex line and he answered Oh uh, yeah, yeah And <laughs> then there was the episode where Mr. and Mrs. Bighead were having problems And then they were getting, like it was showing them making up And they were getting out like the pots and pans <laughs> And that was meant to be innuendo <laughs> uh, But again, it went over our head Back to the Simpsons <laughs> Back to the story uh, some, oh, Bonnie, you were cracking it up at a lot of moments in this episode Which are like Background characters <laughs> Yeah so They're my favourite. The bit where They're watching Burns' movie And the guy goes Self-indulgent tripe Which <laughs> <laughs> um, gets me every time <laughs> And there's also The bit in Marge Is at the town hall And they're like oh, And the guy's like Marge is going to say something <laughs> Uh, yeah, the reason I brought up Max, um, your you having been brought up with the later seasons yeah. is I sh- um, thought it was interesting when it showed Flanders and Maud and Todd. You went, <laughs> yep. oh, this must be an old one. Well, that's uh, straight away. Maud's I, in it. Yeah. I, I was going to say, but we we're watching the show. I was going to ask the question, <laughs> but she died in the early episode, early early season. She died in season eleven. Oh, I thought she died early. Yeah, the old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a few good I think Mr Burns is uh, on point this episode He's really good The bit where he goes You left out pleasant That's <laughs> hitting Smithers <laughs> Poor Smithers uh, Such an unmarried couple <laughs> What did Smithers play in the movie? What was his role? I don't think Smithers is in I remember seeing in the credits It said Tom someone um, Smithers is played by Tom someone but I didn't oh, see him right. in the actual movie There you go yeah, he must be. Someone must have been playing Smithers, but yeah. that might, that bit got cut. <laughs> yeah, must have. Um, there's actually a deleted scene from this episode where the old folks are making a film, and it's like a porno. <laughs> <laughs> With grandpa in it. Yeah, grandpa's yeah. behind the camera, and Jasper and Mrs. Glick. I oh. like, but they like get down to their togs, but it's old swimwear. So, yeah. oh. and then um, Jasper goes, "What do we do now?" But then grandpa's asleep. <laughs> you were laughing a lot at Grandpa in this episode when he's like, The metric system! He was like, My car gets. And I forget what he. I'm going to butcher it if I try to remember he's his so quote. He's so crotchety. Yeah. And when the guy took the photo, he said, You stole my soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Pete, some of your favorite bits were I heard you laughing at um, 
When uh, are you monitoring? <laughs> when they're doing the burping contest. <laughs> oh yeah. And also when Homer and Jay's stomachs are oh, like dogs. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I hated that bit. <laughs> um, oh, uh, one of your favorite bits, Bonnie. Is when Jay Sherman gets beat up by Patty and Selma. <laughs> and the whimpering. Yeah, he's going, ah. <laughs> and I like it because we had the credit uh, subtitles on it. So it just says babbling. <laughs> but, the, but the prize was for $10,000 and Barney won it and he got the lifelong. No, Homer said give that man the $10,000 because it was a, a take on Funniest Home Videos. Ah, good pick out, right. Oh, I thought that was the prize. I didn't know, realize that. I mean, that. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I think you're right, though. Yeah, on America's Funniest Home Videos, <laughs> the prize was $10,000. That's yeah. why Jay Sherman goes, this isn't America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> <laughs> I love Homer's reaction to man getting hit yeah. by football. It, oh, it reminds so me of when Homer drops his notes at college. <laughs> oh, the professor job, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the same, yeah. Yeah, just Homer obnoxious. Because he acts like the rest of them don't get the levels of the joke. It's an advanced joke. (laughs) Yeah, I like the line, the football, he's grown. It works on so many levels. (laughs) Oh, we should, we got the book here. Mm. So we got to bring out the book. God, it's so tattered. Hey, so Pete, Mm? we got to ask you about this. So let's open up the book and there's an autograph Mm. here. It says, you want to read it? To Murphy, best wishes, Jim Reardon. So I know Santa got me that, uh, but I think you were <laughs> instrumental in assisting him. Do you remember th- any of that? He's getting confused because his old boss was called Jim Reardon. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's confusing me. <laughs> because because I realise the spelling's the spelling's different. <laughs> yeah. like, why did my old boss sign Murphy? <laughs> No, so Jim Reardon was a director on The Simpsons. Right. Yeah. Do you remember getting that signed? <laughs> well, I remember oh. when we went up and saw... Um, Nancy Cartwright? N- no, no, oh, no. Harry, Harry Shearer. Yeah, we yeah, went up yeah. and queued up and we got in and, and yep. bought a couple of little frames and signed. And Murphy... Yeah, we met Harry Shearer. Yeah. But I don't remember Nancy Cartwright. We should try or Jim find Reardon. that photo. Yeah. There's a photo of me meeting <laughs> Harry Shearer and I look like I'm not smiling. You're about eight? Murphy yeah, used to that. never smile in photos. But in my head, I thought I was smiling. <laughs> so we drove to Melbourne for that. Yeah. And it was in... <laughs> well, it wasn't in the city. No, it was in like oh. Chap- um, Paran, I reckon. Somewhere Paran? Like that. Paran Hall or, or oh. a shop. Okay. Some random in, com- in I, I High Street. In the early days of the pod, um, in one of the first few episodes, we were talking about that place, and I found a link to it online, and I put it up. So I'll have to check the archives and see mm. where it was. But um, yeah, you got me this book, and you got it signed. Okay. What a good, good dad. <laughs> yeah, it'd be worth it. I reckon Elizabeth would have organised that. <laughs> oh, you reckon? <laughs> uh, so let's... Fl- <laughs> well, we aren't allowed to look at what the, the he wants us to guess. What oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So yep. you're spot on. Someone listens to the pod. Yeah. So oh, I'm going to flip <laughs> open to the uh, page for this episode, A Star is Burns. Mm-hmm. They choose a different character for each episode. Who do you think they've chosen for A Star is Burns? <laughs> You would have, you maybe have an advantage, Bonnie, because you would have borrowed this. Yeah, you looked I used through to this book. Go through that a lot as a kid. I reckon, uh, Mole Man. Oh, yeah. Mole Man. I'm just thinking Barney, but. Yeah, mm. okay. Max? What's the point? Are they choosing the best the, character? So sometimes it's really obscure. Episode? So let's look at 
Oh, he's, he's your mate, Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> so they've chosen him for the episode where Bart donates his blood to Mr. Burns. Uh, he's Bart's friend falls in love where Milhouse gets a girlfriend. They've mm. chosen Milhouse yep. as okay. the character. So, you know. Uh, so, char- the, so the character on the side of the page of, for that episode. Yeah, generally. Okay. Oh, We're like guessing. Marge versus the monorail. They've picked the monorail guy, Lyle Landley. Who do you reckon they've chosen oh, for gosh. A Star is Burns? So well, wouldn't it be Mr. Burns? Pete's, well, because it's called the Star it's is Burns. Okay. Season, what is it? Season uh, seven. Season six. Season this episode. Six, yeah. Pete's going Mr. Burns. Bonnie's going Hans Molman. Oh, I'll go Barney. Okay, you're going to go Barney. I'll go all Barney. Right. So the episode, the character they've chosen. I bet we're all wrong. <laughs> I bet we are. This is the worst choice in the book. Oh, crazy what? old man. The crazy old Jewish guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who when? is? He's not in the episode. He's not in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Wasn't he had one tiny little picture? No. Okay, so this is what I think the makers of this book I think got mm. confused and thought that he was one of the rapping rabbis. <laughs> oh. At the start, Same voice. At the yeah. start, yeah, it's this way he goes, "Don't eat pork, <laughs> not even with a fork." So I think they thought that that was him. <laughs> even so, it's a three-second bit. My yeah. other theory is they thought maybe when Barney's old. In the Maybe, film, yeah. they thought like it was him. How strange! But yeah, mm. terrible choice. <laughs> this book has wow. some pretty bad choices for several episodes, <laughs> but this has to take the cake. When was the book made? <laughs> Ninety-seven. They they went with crazy old man, who I think mm. is now known as old Jewish man mm, on yeah. the show. Well, there's one on the. That's the next she? episode. That's the, another episode. That's the ballet teacher. Uh, speaking yeah. of Rocky Horror, that's, she's voiced by Susan Sarandon, is yeah, that correct? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hey. Nice one. Nice one. So um, this book does have a thing called The Stuff You May Have Missed. So uh, in this episode, a Springfield shopper headline referring to Mr. Burns reads, Incontinent old man wins Miss Teen America pageant. Mr. Burns' incontinence is mentioned in episode 8F23. Brother, can you spare two dimes? <laughs> Um, the airplane from New York is defaced like a New York subway train. Yep. That's the joke. <laughs> we didn't oh, miss it. I was wondering was what I didn't joke. get it at the time. Uh, I saw the two planes. One was completely graffitied yeah. outside. Yeah, because it came plane. from New York. Right. And you heard when it was landing, went, hey, I'm landing here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jay Sherman's belch knocks food off of everyone's plate. Are you serious? That was stupid yeah. thing to write. That was, yeah. that was in it. Yeah, it but why did, they, why did they bother <laughs> writing that? Uh, and two of, the, oh, two of the writers on Burns' film are named Lowell Burns and Babalu Smithers, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't get. No, I think that must be some sort of Hollywood joke or something. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. If anyone knows, message what mm. that joke is. Uh, original air date, 3rd of May, 1995. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so you were six. Uh, yes. He was six and a half. I was uh, nearly, probably nearly mm. five. Because we taped on the VHS. <laughs> we recorded every Simpsons episode for years and years and years. Mm. And we had a clean up a few years ago with a skip and mm. Elizabeth. You didn't Murphy's throw out the episodes. thought that I'd got rid of it because it's pointless, but I, they're in the shed. <laughs> I thought, oh, I heard the story that... Um, Elizabeth had thrown out, had put the videos no, in, the, him. in the skip, and you in the middle of the night crawled into the skip and got them. Yeah, I think <laughs> no, you've done that about other I have things. done that for some people too. 
But no, I, I just grabbed the big drawer full of VHS yeah. tapes and stuck them. They're in the in the and I built a shed, <laughs> <laughs> not just for them. Uh, out of ten, what are we giving? A star is Burns. We'll go with Pete. Seven. Okay. Uh, I'll go nine because I think it's my favourite. It's your favourite, and wow. only nine. So no episode gets a well, ten. Nine and a half then. I, I don't want to pressure you into it, but you know. I don't really give 10 out of 10 for anything. Something has to be perfect. Yeah, like. and Marge's eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> a few, few of the audio, you know, wow. it, it wasn't 100%. Harsh. Comes out. <laughs> uh, okay, so you settling with nine? Nine and a half. Okay. Max? I'm going to have to give it a six. What? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> just from my point of view, the references I didn't get that much of. <laughs> Notice Mo <laughs> didn't get much of a go in this. Episode. No, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Hey, I thought he was Drew Barrymore though. <laughs> oh, I remember as that a was funny. Kid not yeah. get because I didn't know who Drew Barrymore is, and because I didn't um, know that Drew could be a girl's name, mm. I didn't understand. Why she went? Thank you, Miss Barrymore. <laughs> so they must have made this when she got older after ET. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like when she was, yeah. It was mid nineties, so she probably would have been late teens or twenty. I don't know. Um, she would have been in her twenties. twenties. Anyway, um, Mo is not <laughs> often shown to be. It's weird they went with Mo as that character because he's not usually shown as hungover. I know. Like, yeah. He's you know he's a loser, but he's usually the one. <laughs> yeah, a bit sicko. They usually do like <laughs> Lenny for that kind of thing, or I don't know who else. Like you know how he goes. Please don't tell anyone how I live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Mo has a film when he's dancing on the bar. That so made me laugh yeah, so much. Yeah. Is that a, a parody of something? I think, is it like um, Cabaret? Yeah. Or one of those movies? Actually, mm. yeah. He looks, is it Liza Minnelli or something? Yeah, He's got the yeah, kind of yeah, makeup yeah. shit. Yeah, so uh, Max, do you have like mm. a favourite episode or anything? Or one that jumps to mind when you um, think Best Simpsons moments? It's really hard to narrow down, you know, favourite episodes. I've always been a big fan of the... Um, the Halloween and the Christmas specials. Okay. They're definitely some of my favourites. But I like, love the ones like Monorail. Yeah. And Murphy's like I favorite. said about the you know, Chili mm. in the Desert one with the fox. And, <laughs> yeah. You always reference the Chili one, actually. So yeah. yeah. And I think they, over, they overdid the Halloween ones, I reckon. It was, it was good every now and again, but they made too many. The what last was? Halloween one I saw really creeped me out. And I, <laughs> I'm someone that loves horror films. It was the snake hair one. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, didn't like it. That was when we were... I remember us watching that as a kid, and that's when they really started making Halloween ones, like, proper, like, gruesome mm. and scary. And yeah. I remember Pete was there with us, and he, you said something like, oh, is this, like, a dream or something? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Snake was, like, murdering everyone. Yeah, it was and, awful. And you were like, oh. Yeah, I think he stabbed oh, Mo. I started, now I know. You, yeah, the Snake, the character, the crook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he stabbed Mo with a, like a corkscrew, and Pete was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to watch the weather." And Sideshow Bob ones are always good. Oh yeah, yeah like Sideshow Bob. Yeah, the rake. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna give it. I think this has like so many classic gags, like mm. so many good jokes in this episode. I'm gonna give it uh, an eight point seven five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Speaking of snake, can I do the bye? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks very much for being on the show, Pete. 
Bonnie and Max. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us, Murphy. And as we always say here on Murph's Tavern, <laughs> bye. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give it a go? <laughs> <laughs> Max, do you want to do it? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>